Hello and welcome to our podcast. You're listening to Tony and Tiff, Coach to Coach. Our podcast covers all topics coaching. Listen in and enjoy it as we upgrade each week and speak about things with passion, energy and enthusiasm to help you get the very best of life. Hi Tiff. Hi Tony, how are you? I'm really well. Excellent, we've got it working. <laughs> Hearing you loud and clear. Sometimes we have glitches with this, um, with our recording because, um, you know, we're recording over the phone. We're not actually face-to-face and it's always a bit of downtime with technology, isn't there, just getting it right. Yeah, it's great yeah. when it works. Yeah, but I'm so excited because we're here today anyway and um, it's just a good opportunity not only just to connect but, you know, just to reflect on some of the feedback we've been having on our website too and our, um, our sorry, our Facebook page and our um, podcast, which has been really exciting, hasn't it? It has been, yeah. It's um, considering that we've been, you and I have been on this this little journey now for what, it's probably been six weeks or seven weeks or something. Yeah, been, a, a, yeah. a couple of months, a couple of months. I mean, I think the interesting thing is though that, you know, as it gets momentum, we're getting more momentum too because, um, you know, it's and I know that I get very enthusiastic about, you know, wanting to record and we certainly have a lot of content and a lot of content that we want to get through. But, um, you know, we have, well, like everybody else, you know, life today is busy and, you know, people have commitments and it's often not easy to connect. And then when we do connect, we have technical problems. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, but having said that, I'm just so thankful that we're able to connect and we're here today because we've got a really exciting episode. We wanted to talk about healthy and unhealthy egos. Mm -hmm. I can, I think the last time we spoke, the subject came up and um, we thought, what a great topic, what a great topic because ego, you know, we talk about ego particularly in coaching, you know, we talk about the conscious and the unconscious and then there's this ego, this thing called the ego that can get in the way of not only our choices and changes but the way we perceive the world in general. Mm. And, um, you know, and it's not always as the Skyhooks, uh, you're probably a bit young to remember Skyhooks, Tiff. You heard of the band called Skyhooks? I haven't. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really showing my age here now, people. Sorry. (laughs) Shame on you, though. Skyhooks are a, or were, an iconic Australian band in the 1970s. Mm -hmm. And they had this hit song called Ego is Not a Dirty Word. Mm. Ego is not a dirty word. (laughs) (laughs) You'll have to Google it um, and have a listen to it. But it was, the whole thing was about, you know, ego is not really a dirty word. You know, there can be healthy egos. Um, it's not always about just being arrogant and over the top, but you know, I thought we could talk about that today. What do you reckon? I promise yeah. not to. I promise not to sing every five. Oh minutes. no, please do, please do. I love your singing. Um, yeah, no, yeah. it's a it's a really interesting topic. I'm coming to it definitely from a one sided perspective. I've got to be honest. So I'm looking forward to seeing where the where the conversation takes my mind because I'm I'm certainly of that uh, of the school of. Uh, ego not being something that I I like within myself and it's been something I've done a lot of work to dissolve <laughs> through the work that I've been doing over the last sort of four years in particular. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what comes of this conversation. It'll be really interesting. 
Well, as I understand it, it was Sigmund Freud, you know, the father of psychology that really coined the term ego. And, you know, he wrote about, and I remember studying this when I studied psychology at uni. I think it was one of the few subjects that actually failed at uni um, because I just didn't really like it. It was so complicated. (laughs) It was in my first year at uni and we had to pick subjects, but I can remember learning about the ego and this thing called the id, id, and the superego, you know, and uh, as I was Googling the other week, you know, I was reading about how, you know, this this thing that we know quite today, we, we use the word ego as, in our, as part of our common everyday language now. But back in the day, you know, it was something that was really had a specific psychological meaning. Mm. Um, and he talked about it in terms of that part of the mind that mediates between the conscious and the unconscious. Yeah. And, you know, it is responsible for how we view our reality and even our own personal identity. Uh and I think that's fascinating because we talk about in coaching the, 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 the relationship or the nexus between the conscious and the unconscious. So it's such a key topic in terms of coaching as well. Uh, and I really didn't think about that when I was, um, you know, when I was reading that, those notes. But talking to you now, it just seems so relevant. Often, yes. we, often we talk about ego maniac or being ego driven or egotistical. So there's all that negative connotation about being arrogant or having that sense of overinflated self-importance, uh, but it's not necessarily in his his in Freud's um, terminology. He really is just talking it about how we view reality, and we need an ego to be able to view the outer world, our inner world, and compare the two and have this sense of who we are. Um, you know. Yeah, which is healthy, which is healthy. So it can be a positive word. And I think, you know, for me, having a solid, healthy ego means I've got a strong sense of self, provided I'm not too far the other way where I'm thinking too highly of myself. But I'm, I don't have a poor ego, interestingly enough, you know, I don't have that sense of poor sense of self where, you know, I need to rely on other people to build me up so there's there is that interesting dynamic almost like a spectrum of you know where I might sit in terms of you know healthy behavior healthy behaviors on the one hand and then really unhealthy behavior on the other hand in terms of how I keep my ego in check Mm. and and actually Tiff sorry I want to let you speak but just before I forget because I just thought of the Skyhook song again because they actually do say some people keep their egos in their bottom drawer. <laughs> it's really quite, you have to listen to it. And I, I will. And I encourage um, any listeners who have never heard of Skyhooks or the song, get on and have a look, Google it. It's actually really quite interesting. But what do you make of it, Tiff? Healthy or unhealthy egos? Yeah, so as I, as I said, you know, coming into this call, I, I, I did do a little bit of um, research myself as well and came across similar information to what you've just described. So, um, thank you for, uh, yeah, diving a bit deeper into that. It's, for me, my my concept of ego has really been that part of myself that feels like I am the one in control <laughs> of everything. So it's, for me, ego can, can come, it's probably more from a spiritual perspective, I suppose, uh, believing that we're in charge of, of things that we're not. So um, 
I guess it's also on the other end of that spectrum that you just discussed of being separate from. So it's the part of me that, that does feel like I'm separate from and feels like I'm the one that has to take charge um, that I'm the, that things need to work out the way that I think that they need to. Um, I guess the work I've done around it is the trouble that that has caused in my life. So that's probably why I come from that perspective of sure, good point. really wanting, yeah, really wanting to dissolve that aspect of my personality uh, because I, and you know, it's, it's interesting when we come to the topic of, of coaching, how that can interplay in our lives and in, in the way that we're, Moving towards goals, you know, we've talked about synchronicity before. So where ego has played a role in my life and the reason I've needed to dissolve it is because at times I can get in my own way thinking that I know what's best for me. (laughs) Yes. And that it's, it's quite contradictory, you know, almost to what we discussed just before about needing that sense of self. But when I come from a place of believing like everything has to work out the way I think it needs to, so I'll set a goal and then I think I know exactly how that's going to play out and I think I know all the players that are going to be part of it and I think that I totally understand every little step that's going to be taken along the way. When I'm in that headspace, that's my ego. And so that's that's kind of where I come from um, in terms of my understanding of ego and how that can trip me up is that when I am in that space, I've got blinkers on, like I've almost got tunnel vision and I don't open myself up to other possibilities. So I'm thinking that something has to work out exactly the way that I think it does and I'm not looking for the little signs, the synchronicities as we've talked about before, the things that can help me get to my goal that I'm not in control of. So things that the universe will put in my path um, and things that can help me move forward when I'm in that space of ego, I'm closed off from it and I'm, I'm not seeing the things that I need to see. Uh, and that definitely for me in my experience has led me down um, roads I'd prefer not to go on. So that's, that's my experience with ego. Absolutely. I, I take a lot, you know, just to take a lot from what you said, just, um, you know, really thinking about that whole concept of control and taking charge. And I certainly can relate to that. It can be unhealthy to be too driven, too over the top in terms of I I have to control every aspect of my life Mm -hmm. Um, because we don't, we we then in fact become, we we can become quite obsessive and quite um, caught up in our own self and our own self-importance without allowing other people or other factors or, as you say, that greater sense of of the spiritual. I like to think of it as a soul, you know, where our personality sort of versus our soul, our worldly material self versus the who we are at the deep spiritual soul level, you know, and if I'm driven by that needy ego that is living in that material worldly way um, that wants to control you know, I can make all sorts of poor decisions and it can be toxic and quite unhealthy for me. But when I'm coming from having a strong, you know, strong ego, a strong sense of self and I'm, you know, connected to other people I'm not separate from, 
I'm calm and I'm, you know, my soul feels really nurtured and well and supported, then I can make good decisions. So um, I can see that, yeah, again, it's those sort of that spectrum, you know, where am I on any given day? And it's not always the same. You know, some days for me anyhow, decisions will be, um, you know, can be quite um, coming from that that unhealthy space where I feel, no, I've got to do this, I've got to do this. And almost invariably, you know, Murphy's Law, things go wrong. Yeah. You know, it's almost as if I'm pushing too hard. Uh, mm. But but as I said, other days when I really feel connected to the universe, connected to God, connected to my soul at that spiritual level, I can use that sense of self-awareness and, um, you know, the connection that I have to, to direct my ego, to direct my, my, you know, the way I feel, the way I see myself, the way I react in the world with confidence and actually push forward but using the support and the strength that I have, you know, from those around me in my world. So that to me is a healthy way that I can move my ego forward. Um, mm. not, not sure if that makes sense to a lot of you. I'll be really interested to hear what people have to say on this topic because it's quite, it is a big one. Mm. And I think it is very closely connected to our sense of identity as well, who we are, how we express ourselves in the world, you know, at large. And, and we, we, you know, we even legitimise our thoughts and our behaviours through this ego lens, mm. you know, whether we're wanting approval from somebody, even unconsciously. And we might say, oh, I don't really want approval here. I don't really want to be liked or whatever. But, of course, we do at some, at some deep um, unconscious level oftentimes, you know. Yeah. Um, it's not something that, you know, we say, oh, I'll just be spiritual my whole, every, every waking moment of my life, mm. <laughs> you know, things are going to be great. The ego comes up and says, oh, what's she doing? What's he doing? Who's that person? To- what's that person saying about me? You look, think of social media. Mm. You know, and the and the yeah. and the, the likes and the posts and what that does to the poor old ego, mm. you know, and how incredibly as a, a a society we're very conscious of our interaction with others, of whether we are liked or not liked, and we can say, oh, it doesn't bother me. But you, you know, I, I beg to differ. If you really look deeply, you know, there is that sense of there is we do derive our sense of self and our sense of our identity and our sense of being from our interaction with others, mm. whether it is social media or in person, you know, and we have to have that certain awareness. And I think that awareness is poor, is, is, is not only important but critical when it comes to making changes in our lives or going through the process of coaching because unless you're aware of this stuff, you can't change it. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, um, so many good points that you just brought up as you, as you were talking, and I guess thank you, Tiff. Yeah, no, <laughs> thank you. As I said, I've, I've come into this one with an open mind and just mm. ready to to absorb what what is here to be absorbed from this conversation. But yeah, I just I guess on reflection, you know, really they are both two sides of the same coin. And as you said, that they we it is a spectrum of the same thing, isn't it? Because what I just described as my experience of ego and that separate self and the reason I've done the work around that that I have is really to get to that space of being connected and being in that healthy space um and I hadn't really put it into the terms of ego prior to this but yeah you're right I mean it is a you know when you look at that psychoanalysis definition for ego that is what it is it's that sense of 
self where we we connect uh, what our desires are within the subconscious realm to our conscious mind, it you know, from that psychology perspective and that definition, that's what they're talking about. And it is essential for us to have that sense of who we are, uh, what we want, what our purpose is in order to, you know, play our part in this world. And I think uh, that just that whole idea of fitting in with other people, you know, it's, it is, it is a need that we all have. It's a, it's a human need for connection. It's how our brains are wired. You know, we are community animals. Um, we, we do live off one another. We have forever. And I think that's something that, as you said, can, when, when you talk about egotistical and, and those kinds of terms, we can, and, and social media is a really, really <laughs> interesting um, platform for this to play out on. You know, we're exposed to so much these days in terms of whether we fit in with people or not. You know, if you go back to all the way back to caveman days, it was really important for us to fit in because that was our survival. You know, if we were on our own, we didn't survive if we didn't fit in. Um and so it is, it's a part of our primitive need to fit into to groups of people. Um, as you said, as much as, you know, a lot of us can say, oh, I don't, I don't really care, you know, I don't, I don't need people. I think I, I totally agree with what you said before. I beg to differ too. You know, at, at, at a core level, we do need one another. And uh, at a core level, we are all connected. So coming from that place of separateness and that place of I am separate from, to a place of interconnectedness but wholeness and a place of authenticity, I think that's really the key here, you know, when we're, when we're linking this back to coaching, is that self-awareness and knowing of self and honouring who we are and what we want and the, the role that we are here to play, you know, in this lifetime and the gifts that we have. Um, yeah, knowing ourselves and, and knowing all of us and being okay with that is is a really important part of actually moving forward and uh it it does play a really big part in coaching for sure that that sense of strength within ourselves and acceptance of ourselves is a really big a really big part of it but you know again if we're going to accept ourselves we've got to accept all of ourselves and accept that we we have these tendencies (laughs) to go to that that space of wanting to be accepted by people and wanting to please people or whatever it is that you know, we go to when we get into that ego space as well. Yeah, it is a really interesting topic, this one. It is. Because yeah, this time I, on a Sunday morning. <laughs> absolutely. And it is because I think from what I can see and what, and what I've been reading in terms of a lot of the research or, you know, people that have spoken about um, ego and a lot of this, you know, what we're talking about now, there is a bit of a, there appears to be a bit of a, conflict because you know on the one hand some of what I've read says you know for for instance Eckhart Tolle says you know awareness and ego cannot coexist the Mm. moment you become aware of the ego in you it is strictly speaking no longer the ego it's Mm. just an old conditioned mind pattern you know and that might be getting down to sort of detail but then you've got people who you know like Marianne Williamson who I love and she says, well, self-awareness is not actually self-centeredness. You know, it's not about ego. And spirituality is not about narcissism. You know, knowing yourself is a good thing. So the, I do definitely see that there is this spectrum 
we tend to, when we talk about ego, though, I think in that colloquial, um, general everyday sense, people think of it as something negative or tend to think of it as something unhealthy, you know, it being our worst enemy that, you know, we're ego tripping or we're full of ourselves or, you know, it's all about us, 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 me, myself, I. Um, that's another song, Tiff, did you know? But a woman called Joan Armour Trading. <laughs> <laughs> Google her. Google her. Google her. She wrote a song called "Me, Myself, I," which I I don't know if it's about ego, but mm, I don't know. (laughs) You can have a if you find it on listeners, people listening in want to Google her too. You'll um, you can find that beautiful song. But yeah, you know, interesting because again, it's not necessarily something that. I think is the, the, that is a negative or is an unhealthy concept. It's how we um, how we behave or how we how our egos, as you as you spoke about, you know, in your opening comments, how we control or how we like to take charge and dominate or over empower, you know, power over other people or things. Mm, um, that's definitely been a big part yeah. of my history for sure. It's yeah, and we can take that power back. Um, and do it in all sorts of unhealthy ways if we're if we're coming from a space of um, you know disease that you know that word disease um, yeah if we're coming from a place of unhealthiness in ego it can it can be very destructive but one of the things that's coming up for me too just as we're talking which is something that's very um, close to both our practices as coaches is just the actual use of language and how yes. powerful language is, isn't it? Because here's this tiny little three-letter word. Definitely, <laughs> definitely, definitely, definitely. Yeah. There's lots of tiny little three-letter words that people get confused about. <laughs> That's right, yeah. And, it, 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 you know, it just really brings home that point to me again of one of the things that we focus on through NLP, which, as you've said, people may not understand what that is, neuro-linguistic programming looking at the way that language has interplays with our life and the meanings that we put on things and um, the importance of the language that we choose. So we're really breaking down this little word and, and looking at just in depth exactly what it means to people, you know, and that, that in itself could bring up beliefs for people that are uh, healthy or unhealthy, helpful or unhelpful when we start to talk about ego. You know, it's, it is a really interesting concept of what is it that, what's this bringing up for me and how, how am I feeling? What reaction am I having to this conversation and what awareness is that bringing up in me? Because if it's triggering people, um, which, you know, definitely, as I said, that, that word ego has, has triggered me a lot in the past. Um, then there's probably something there to, to explore and, you know, we talk about coaching on this podcast. Coaching can be a really great way to unpack that through a coaching conversation. Okay, so if it's triggering me, what what is it about that that's triggering me? Because quite often that can that can lead to real breakthroughs when we're having, you know, experiences around particular words that that for some reason get us all worked up. Um, there's, yes. there's generally something underneath the surface of that that we can, you know, when you get that feeling of discomfort or when you get that your tightness in your body or you know the clenching in, in your jaw whatever it is that you sort of notice you're you're resisting it can be a really good topic to bring up with a coach and start to unpack and work through yes I think to a lot of people 
equate ego with the power, the control, the arrogance, the personality, you know, the, mm. assertion, the assertion of one person over another, mm. you know, yep. and the manipulation, all of those negative things. But, mm. um, you know, and I know, for instance, in the workplace, you know, when we're working with executives or groups or, you know, I know in talking to clients as well, um, there's a, a lot of people don't like to, you know, come from that, come from ego they you know people people it's almost as if you know people will say I know a lot of people that I come into contact well you know it's not about my ego they'll say, often people say it's not about my ego it's not about this it's you know I want it to be more than that as if it's an unhealthy thing not to have our own self as part of the equation you know as part of mm. as uh, how our own views our own um, our own mindset, the way we see things as part of the equation. So, again, it's about ha- having a healthy perspective around that. I don't think it's necessarily that it's necessarily a bad thing. Um, yeah. But, you know, when, 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 when I do think of it as that ne- in a negative way, it can be quite, um, it can be quite toxic. You know, if I'm, mm. ju- if I'm just driven by myself, if I'm just driven by my little ego, or big yep. e- big ego, I mean, look at certain world leaders mm-hmm. that that are you know that are driven <laughs> by are really driven by their ego and my mm. way or the highway. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, and how divisive and separatist and quite damaging that is. Um, you know, on a collective. Um, yeah. You know, so, and yet, you know, when I think when 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 you you if you know if you were to point that out to certain people you know people would not necessarily see it as ego but as leadership so there's a interesting you know use of the word use of language yeah when does when does strong leadership or when does ego become strong leadership or controlling or dominant leadership yeah yeah very interesting that one and you know like i think one of the things that's come up for me too around this conversation um bubbling to the surface is that while we are all connected and while you know that that's the aim well that's definitely my aim to to live from that space it is also important to know where our limits are um with other people and to set you know boundaries we haven't kind of discussed that topic here but i know it's a it's a pretty commonly used word these days um in terms of that sense of self knowing where we start and other people end yes in terms of caring for ourselves as well and knowing that it is just as you mentioned before when people talk about the ego as being this bad thing you know it's not about my ego almost minimizing themselves in that statement that it is okay to be us and it is okay to be you know uh stand apart from other people yes those lines are and it that's another really important part in self-awareness too isn't it to be able to actually say this is me this is what i stand for and this is where i start and and stop and this is where you start and you stop um and i guess yeah that's kind of on that healthier end of the of the ego spectrum and it's i I would say it's essential because if we don't have that then we have what I alluded to before, we have a poor ego or a really mm. poor sense of self that acts like a doormat and yep. we get walked all over and we're not assertive, we're not strong, we're not clear 
we don't have a sense of boundaries. Mm. Um, you know, there's a whole topic around boundaries. You know, that might be the next one. Yeah, so, it might be. That's but, a good one. But, but, you know, it is, it is, I think, having a, having a strong ego, a strong sense of self, a strong sense of who I am, what my purpose is, you know, who I'm connected with, even a sense of empathy and, you know, spirituality. That's, for me, a healthy part of who I am. I don't necessarily see it as a dominant, controlling ego agenda. Mm. Um, you know, I help. I see our egos, as, as, as Freud would have said, as something that helps us build our identity and sense of self, that inner muscle, you know, that fires us up as well and keeps us going. Yeah, um, you know that positive motivation or drive that we need that can be doesn't have to get fully blown up into that unhealthy superiority or arrogance, but it actually works as fuel that can help us move towards positive changes in our lives with that determination, motivation, passion. You know, which for me is what coaching does. So we need to be able to at least identify and have that awareness around. Well, this is who I am at a soul level, at a spiritual level, at a deep level. This is what I want. This is who I am. This is what I believe in. And yet, you know, my ego says this, my ego says that, but, you know, it's not necessarily a bad thing to want to have that, um, you know, have that connection, have that sense of strong sense of self and identity. In fact, I encourage, you know, a lot of my clients through coaching that, you know, we work around who am I, um, you know, what are my values, what is important to me, what do I want to achieve? Because if we don't do that initial work, um, no matter what our goals are, you know, we're really building on a shaky foundation. Mm. We, need to ha- we need to have a sense, a really strong sense of self as a, at our core to be able, I think, to be able to move forward. And, you know, people that I've spoken to and certainly clients I've worked through, when they come up against um, blockages or obstacles or limiting beliefs or whatever it is, it often comes back to poor ego poor sense of self yeah you know um which is you know you know in a way people don't necessarily know that consciously but at an unconscious level it's well you know this is not serving me well you know so I need to develop my ego in a healthy way I need to build my confidence I need to build my identity my sense of self I need to work out who I am how do I see the world how do I see others you know what what am I taking in in my filters in my brain you know we've talked about that before on the show um, mm. And what to what extent is the ego or those the is is my ego filtering my interpretations and you know I guess distorting distorting my perception and my reality. Yeah, yeah, and, and those are the big words, aren't they? They're um, they're one of the biggest parts of. Uh, what our filter does <laughs> yes. because as we've learned through our studies, you know, like we, we can only process a certain amount of information at a time. So we do do that. We all do it. We distort things and we delete information. We make things fit to our perception of the world. And when we fit ego into that, you know, that sense of identity, then yeah, it, it is, it is a vital part in terms of growing and really stepping into our own, our own space to be able to actually explore that with somebody. So, and coaching, I, I, I do genuinely believe, and I'm not just saying this because I'm a coach and because we're doing this podcast, my experience has been that coaching in and of itself has been one of the most powerful tools to actually get to the bottom of, of those, 
those little um, filters that I had in place. I, I myself have worked with psychologists as well. Um, and I've worked with counsellors and therapists as well as group therapy work and stuff like that as well. I've done a, a lot of, used lots of different modalities. And yeah. for me, I just keep coming back to coaching because it has been the most powerful uh, way for me to really get to know myself. It's been the least painful way, <laughs> to be honest, because you don't necessarily have to unpack all that, all that really messy stuff in order to get there because really what we're looking at is thought patterns, beliefs, um, we don't have to delve into all the all the really deep whys in order to look at ourselves now, look at our patterns, look at the way it's playing out, look at our filters, see our ego, um, and be able to make different choices and and change things up. And we, both you and I, are trained in those very powerful tools in order to help people make those shifts. Um, yeah, so coaching's definitely a great a great way to do that. Exploring if it's something that you haven't done before or are struggling to find a modality that's helpful to you, coaching can be really helpful. And I think that's really important to, particularly for people who are listening, listening in, I know that coaching is, it's not about coming from the coach's ego. Mm -mm. You know, we're not here to say, you know, I'm better than, or I have the answers, here's the prescription, I'm writing it out, yeah. like other other professions may do or may not do, but... You know, there is a tendency, I think, in some professions to have that superiority in, you know, professional versus client. Um, whereas here I see coaching, we, I mean, we still talk about a client relationship, a professional relationship, but it's, it's a partnership of equals, you know, where if anything, the client is the one that's owning the space completely. And the coach, I know for myself as a coach, it's just about holding space. It's about listening. It's about, you know, suggesting techniques, suggesting options um, or ideas. It's not about power over. Hmm. And that's why I love it and I think why a lot of people, you know, could find it quite helpful because it is really about we talked about this on a previous episode and I continue to come back to this because for me it's so important. You know, the answers are within you. The answers are within us. And all coaching does is help bring those answers from the unconscious to the conscious to move forward and or to remove some of those blockages to to steer to guide to direct in a partner in that co-creative sort of um, space. Mm. So, you know, I encourage people to again not just because we are coaches, but I encourage you to you know do the research, have a look around. If it's something you think that resonates with you, get in get in contact with myself or with Tiff. Um, we'd love to work with you. This is the whole reason why we're doing this podcast, to get the word out and to help um, encourage uh, encourage people who do want to make those changes, who do want to set those goals, who do want to bring uh, things into their conscious awareness so they can move forward in terms of whatever area of your life it is. It might be relationships. It might be business. It might be health goals. Uh, you know, we've all got them in, and a healthy, having that healthy guidance and, to, and the building of that healthy ego is really essential um, for people if they do want to work on themselves in this, you know, it will work in any of these areas. Yeah, so contact us. We've got the uh, all of our links. We've got our Facebook uh, link, Coach to Coach podcast. We've also got um, contact numbers that you can, and, and an email, Tony and Tiff at gmail.com. 
We have just all the one word, Tony and Tiff at gmail.com. So people can email me. I had actually someone already contact me with some feedback, which is great, Tiff. I hadn't had an opportunity to really talk to you about it. But, you know, send anything in that you might think, you know, if you've got a topic you want to talk about, um, we'd love to have that input. We've also had, Tiff, and you might be able to talk about this a bit more, we've also had some great feedback through our own coaching college of other coaches who want to join in on the podcast. Yeah, really excited how, about that. How cool is that? <laughs> yeah, really excited. Like, um, yeah, the the people that have approached us will will be in touch with very shortly, and it's um that is going to be a lot of fun. I think. Um, yes, yeah. so- yes. I, I won't name anybody now, but you know who you are if you're listening in. They <laughs> do. Yeah, it's be, yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. They're they're, um, you know, and. Uh, Again, that's that's part of the reason why we are doing this podcast to get the idea of coaching out there and get the content out. But also every one of us brings something different to the table. You know, like we all come to coaching for our own reasons, um, our own life experiences. It, it generally is the life story of a, of a life coach that they've been through their own experience and then want to, want to bring their lessons to the world. Absolutely. There to advise, but it, it tends to be the driving passion, I think, in, in most of the coaches that I've met that we've all gone through our own stuff and are now coming um, from a place of wanting to be of service to other people. So, you know, we talked just before about how we all have the answers within us and we've all had our own experiences that are very different, hence the fact that no one else's answers are ever going to be yours because of what your experience is, is unique. So that's what I really love about the idea of having other other coaches joining us on this call is that it's just so expansive because every one of us brings something different. We're all going to uh, appeal to different people. Yeah. And yeah, I think I think having our friends join us on here and um, you know our colleagues is going to bring a real richness to this space and some really really cool conversations very excited about them. absolutely so watch this space everyone yep yep do yeah but I've had a great time today. It was a great topic really quite um, you know we've really just sort of touched on the surface because it is I feel I mean there's some been some important points that we've talked about but as you can see Tiff don't you think this topic is just so big it's huge <laughs> you know yeah. and and I'd be really really keen to know what people think because again as I said even, you know, the, the, the sort of gurus and the experts out there have conflicting um, conflicting views about, you know, healthy, unhealthy egos. And, you know, I don't, I, 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 I'm, I'm not sure that I know exactly where I sit, but I, I, again, I like to think of that spectrum. So I'd be really, really interested to hear what other people, our listeners out there and other coaches have to say. So feel free to leave a comment or contact us and we'll catch you next time. Yeah, wonderful. Thanks for the chat, Tony. It certainly expanded my mind today. So thank you. Great. Have a great uh, have a great week ahead, everyone. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.